Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include my interview with Seth Appleton, President of Mismo. Listen to this. I think we're frankly at an inflection point in mortgage banking right now as more and more lenders move to or want to move to a fully digital mortgage experience, including utilizing e-notes. And MISMO is really the only organization out there where lenders have a seat at the table to work directly with the government, the GSEs, and others to shape consensus around these standards. Today's podcast is presented by Stratmore Group. Stratmore Group is a leading mortgage industry advisory firm that provides a range of advisory services and programs designed to counsel lender CEOs and senior executives. Stratmore serves more than 250 companies annually providing solutions that increase growth and improve profitability in sales, marketing, technology, operations, and mergers and acquisitions. Find out more about Stratmore on its website at stratmoregroup.com. The demand for shipping on the Suez Canal never stopped. Do you think this conversation ever took place on the bridge of the Ever Given? I bet you can't turn this thing around in the Suez Canal. Really? Hold my beer. Mortgage pricing, as with so many things, is a factor of supply and demand. There are only so many units with a view of Central Park. Not only do MLOs compete against other loan originators within their company, in a friendly way, usually, but also against other lenders and against all cash transactions. The MBA's chief economist, Dr. Michael Frattentoni, recently reminded us that NAR's latest stats showed that all cash buyers accounted for 22% of deals in February. And don't forget that on the demand side of the equation, the U.S. Federal Reserve announced that capital relief introduced at the start of the pandemic will be allowed to expire at the end of March. For today's interview, I wanted to bring on Seth Appleton, president of MISMO. I appreciate you making the time to do this, and hopefully we can convey to listeners how important MISMO is to the industry. How are you doing? Doing well. So Seth, what is MISMO? And, and how does it benefit the mortgage industry? Well, as you noted, Robbie, it's the industry standards organization. And a lot of folks may not realize it, but MISMO has really been around since 1999. MISMO solutions lead to lower costs throughout the mortgage process, reduced friction as information is shared effectively between various parties in a mortgage transaction, leads to faster, more efficient loan closing, enhanced innovation across the industry, improved regulatory and counterparty compliance, and reduced levels of fraud. A few examples of those, of those functions are things like e-notes. So if you're using e-notes, you're using MISMO. If you use remote online notarization, you're using MISMO. Same thing with model taxpayer consent language, closing instructions, templates, GSE data exchanges, or even just standardized terms and definitions within the industry, you're using MISMO. So we do play an important role in most loans, even if it's behind the scenes. Uh, I will say we've been recognized recently uh, for our work and actually won the Tech 100 Award for HousingWire recently for our work on remote online notarization. So folks are starting to take notice of, of our important role in the industry. And as we mentioned, MISMO is a subsidiary of the MBA. What is the relationship between these two entities? It's really grown over the years as an organization, but as you mentioned, it is a subsidiary of MBA. Um, But our participation, membership, influence, and importance um, are also recognized on on their own. Just think of where we would be, you know, during the pandemic without Ron, for example. 
So we do have our own governance structure, including our own board of directors that has more lender representation on it than it ever has before. And I'm the organization's first full-time president. Uh, we also have the first, we also have the first full-time head of product development on board as well right now. And besides governance and staff, we also have our own funding mechanism, which is the innovation investment fee of 75 cents per origination, uh, which was established by both the NISMO and MBA boards uh, last year with MERS acting as our billing agent. The first invoices went out in February covering the second half of 2020. And I've been really heartened by the overwhelmingly positive response so far uh, to that funding mechanism. Now, nobody likes fees, but this 75% investment will allow MISMO to bring more solutions to the market faster. It will be a very good return on investment for lenders of all sizes. And again, it's a reflection of the growing importance that MISMO plays within the industry. You'd also mentioned that MISMO works with government agencies, regulators, and the GSEs. What's the relationship there? Yeah, we're the central point for collaboration among lenders, servicers, regulators, the insuring and guaranteeing agencies, GSEs, and tech companies, among many other stakeholders, uh, because we enable the industry to come together, collaborate, and speak the same language, uh, and enable a more seamless exchange of information. We also have the compliance and technical chops to develop standards and secure agreement from industry and government and promote adoption across the ecosystem. So we're really all about leveraging industry collaboration and technology to build a better and stronger real estate finance market for all participants. Once those standards are developed, how do you foster actual industry collaboration on them? The standards themselves are developed through the collaborative process. And so that's an interesting thing to bring up that a lot of folks don't realize. Uh, sometimes they think that, that MISMO as an organization or the MISMO staff um, or leadership are developing the standards. Our model is d- dependent on bringing in stakeholders from across the industry to actually develop the standards, reach consensus, figure out the best way to do things, and then promote adoption across the ecosystem. So um, that collaboration is not just in the adoption phase, where it is really important to be sure, but uh, all throughout the development process as well. What's top of mind for 2021? What are MISMO's priorities for this year? 2021 priorities are going to be driven by our member and industry needs. Next generation technologies are certainly at the heart of our agenda right now. And a few of those key priorities include with deliverables in 2021 including supporting the progression of digital mortgages throughout the industry. Uh, We're at the very center of these transformative efforts. This includes certifications and the next generation of smart docs, because every e-note, and there's been a million of them registered with MERS now, uh, is a MISMO smart doc and built to MISMO specifications. So we play an important role in that, and we will continue that work. We're focused on enabling interoperability when exchanging data including the industry loan application data set, which is meant to be a replacement for some of the data exchange functions that the uh, Fannie Mae 3.2 file had taken on, uh, which will no longer be um, updated with the arrival of the new ERLA. We're also focused on closing instructions to facilitate interoperability as well. When we talk about interoperability, though, I always point to examples uh, from other industries and the work product that uh, was developed from standards there which are USB and Bluetooth. And if you think about those, they are both standards that allow for the seamless exchange of information across technologies and platforms. And we don't have anything like that in the mortgage industry yet. 
As I mentioned, we're also focused on building next generation technologies, including application programming interfaces or APIs and data exchanges using new technologies such as JSON and GraphQL. We've historically operated in the XML space, but there's definitely a demand for us to, to move to some of these newer technologies. One project underway right now, by the way, in the API space will allow lenders to look up loan limits across programs by property address using the FIPS or Federal Information Processing Standard Code. So that's just the kind of example of the way that MISMO can provide value to the industry through its standards development. And the last one I'll touch on is a, is a really big one in its standardization around servicing transfers. This has long been a pain point for borrowers and the industry across the board. We have a working group up and running with a four-phase project underway on servicing transfer standards. And in fact, a couple of weeks ago, FHFA actually, in its annual scorecard for the GSEs and CSS, directed Fannie and Freddie to work with MISMO and the CFPB on data standards for these transactions. So we're definitely getting a lot of tra- traction and interest in, in that work group as well. One of the other hot topics on people's minds is GSE reform under the Biden administration. Prior to joining MISMO, you actually served as the Assistant Secretary of Policy Development and Research with HUD and as Principal Executive Vice President of Ginny May. Are you able to share your thoughts on Ginny May's initiatives for the next couple of years? Frankly, that's how I got drawn to the importance of MISMO was my work at Ginny May and my work as Assistant Secretary for Policy Development and Research. The Digital Collateral Initiative, which allows the acceptance of electronic electronic promissory notes and other trailing loan files as collateral for Ginnie Mae Securities. This has been on the agenda for several years, but in the midst of the pandemic, I escalated it and accelerated it to the top of the list because I realized um, this is what the market was going to demand in the future, particularly as more technology was being leveraged across the industry. Um, That pilot is up and running now and uh, was the product of, frankly, a very intensive collaborative process uh, working with a lot of stakeholders. It's bearing fruit already. Um, Ginny just issued the first MBS backed by digital pools um, entirely using e-notes. And ultimately, I think this is going to allow lenders to use more e-notes since they won't have to have bifurcated systems for the government and conventional markets and really enhance the scalability of the e-note project. Uh, This ties back to MISMO, of course, because all e-notes are MISMO smart docs and are based on our standards. Another one is the continued focus on other data, IT, and platform modernization plans. I think that those are all going to lead to much more easy participation in the program going forward, which is good for, for borrowers and good for liquidity in the marketplace. Those will include efforts to Increased liquidity in the program, particularly in the Gini MSR market, including loan level servicing and credit risk transfers, which I think are important, and making it easier to utilize servicing advanced financing in the Gini program. Lastly, outside of Gini, but related directly is FHA IT modernization. We just had our, our, at our winter summit, Artie Chin, who's the chief digital services officer uh, for FHA, speak to us. And he, uh, he reviewed the FHA Catalyst uh, initiative that's underway, and it's goal to align FHA with the rest of the mortgage industry by adopting these APIs uh, and accepting all the major MISMO industry-led standard data sets. And so I think, again, 
that's going to make it easier to uh, engage in and participate in the government programs, which will also enhance participation in Ginny May. So I think these are all positive steps uh, for the government programs in the right direction uh, as they go down the modernization path. Well, you certainly seem like you have your finger on the pulse and are very prescient. Is there anything else you'd like to add while I have you here on the podcast? I think there's tremendous momentum for MISMO right now, and the value proposition of the organization is strong. We're winning awards, expanding the board, creating industry solutions that are reducing friction. And so I just really appreciate the opportunity to join you today uh, to continue to raise awareness about the critical work that we're doing to help the industry. And I would say we're really just getting started, to be honest. So if listeners want to get involved in any of our ongoing projects, uh, because we are a collaborative organization, please visit www.mismo.org for more information on how to get involved. And I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's easy to talk about day-to-day moves, like yesterday's margin call on Wall Street over hidden leverage, or President Biden's likely announcing a new infrastructure spending plan today. But the consensus around the industry seems to be that mortgage rates are on the rise. That would create a little conundrum for the housing industry, since rising home prices from solid demand and a lack of new supply with an increase in rates causes the cost of home ownership to rise. What was an economic bright spot last year suddenly has a changing narrative. For good news, the Mortgage Bankers Association's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased for the fourth straight week, this time by nine basis points to 4.96% of servicers' portfolio volume in the prior week as of March 21st. According to the Mortgage Bankers Association's estimate, 2.5 million homeowners are in forbearance plans. The economic calendar today gets underway shortly with the same store sales from Redbook for the week ending March 27th and January home prices from FHFA and Case Schiller. Later this morning brings March consumer confidence and the latest Dallas Fed Texas services. We also have three Fed speakers, Governor Quarles, Atlanta's Bostich, and New York's Williams. Today's MBS purchase schedule is tied for the largest on the current schedule at over $8 billion across UMBS 32% and 2.5% coupons and UMBS 15 1.5% and 2% coupons. We start Tuesday with agency MBS prices worse an eighth to a quarter and the 10-year yielding 1.76 after closing yesterday at 1.72% on continued optimism over vaccine distribution. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A skeptical anthropologist was cataloging South American folk remedies with the assistance of a tribal brujo who indicated that the leaves of a particular fern were a sure cure for any case of constipation. When the anthropologist expressed his doubts, the brujo looked him in the eye and said, let me tell you, with fronds like these, you don't need enemas. Thanks again to our sponsor, Stratmore Group, the trusted mortgage advisory with advisors who guide lenders to make smart strategic decisions, solve complex challenges, improve the borrower experience, increase profitability, and accelerate growth. Be sure to check out the Stratmore website at stratmoregroup.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.